No Exit with Nicholas Corris contains explicit language and content. Listener discretion is advised. So, it was about, probably about the late 90s or even like the early 2000s um, is when I heard about something called Shadow People. And um, I was listening to the old Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. And um, Art Bell was cool. He was uh, very much like a, in my mind, like a really cool nerd. <laughs> like, he just, uh, you know, he was like, had a very iconic look about him. He had those big Coke bottle glasses and a, you know, mustache, and the smooth, leathery voice, east of the Rockies. And, you know, you tried to catch it when you could. Um, I think I was a teenager, like my late teens. And so one night they're reading off the emails and I don't remember the specifics, but basically it was a person saying that they saw shadow people in the room. And <laughs> the scary thing about shadow people is that, you know, they could have been anything. They could have been, you know, like a person or a monster or a bunch of tentacles or, a, you know, just a black void mass, you know, in the corner of your room. And, you know, these are things that you see everywhere and all the time, you know, like your imagination kind of like takes a hold of you. So I remember this got a big response on the show. They were thousands of emails pouring in every day and uh, they were reading them off about, you know, it's like, yeah, there's a man that comes into my room and he's got an eye stock on one end and he's got a curvature on his head and the other. And it's just, you know, and um, if you went on the website at the time, they would take people's like crude childlike drawings of shadow people and they'd put them up for you to look at. And that made it even scarier because, you know, the drawings weren't that great, you know. So, yeah, there was a big response to this on the show and I remember it fairly well. So yeah, I, I used to catch this show when I could and used to scare the bloody hell out of me. And um, I remember there was one where they were talking about like uh, the Antichrist and the Antipope and stuff like that. And um, I, was I was really scared. I was lying in bed and I was like afraid to move and I heard a car drive past the house and I was like scared out of my mind. And this woman was telling all these like millennium predictions that none of them I don't think came true um, as far as I know. <laughs> But, so, I would, of course, you know, relay these things that I heard on the radio to all my friends at school. I mean, like, I couldn't get enough of it at the time, and it seemed to hold everybody's attention when I was talking about it, you know. I, I don't think they ever listened to it on their own, but um, one of my friends, uh, Derek, he, he actually did have a genuine interest, and in, he loved hearing about all this stuff that I would tell him from the radio. And I remember him saying, like, shadow people, uh, that's great. <laughs> we were in his truck, and I go, yeah, it's like people lying awake at night, and they're looking around their rooms, and they see things moving around everywhere while they sleep, you know? And and I knew that he and I were on the same page about shadow people, because it amused him, um, but it also, like, kind of scared him at the same time. Like, we both knew that it was kind of bullshit, but it was also still pretty scary. So... Unlike me, though, Derek was like, he was a man's man. He was a red-blooded American boy. He had these big old plans of going straight into the Army after high school, and he'd started training months ahead. So um, 
Derek had a river right near his house, and it was an entire wooded river ecosystem. It was uh, the mighty Rio Grande, to be exact, um, in a housing development called River's Edge. And he tromped around there just about any free chance he got. You know, he was lugging around a backpack full of water he'd fill up with, you know, with the hose, like bottles of water. Actually, there were about bottles of uh, Mountain Dew that he <laughs> drank, and he'd fill it up with water, you know, for endurance and all that. And while he had all these scary stories about what I heard on the radio, he had stories from me about what he'd see down by the river. He told me every once in a while he'd be walking around on the trails through the woods and the river, and he'd find these like strange little occult things, you know, like he'd find like upside down pentagrams carved in the dirt or like nubs of candles or like occult symbols carved on trees. And even to somewhat regular frequency, I know he said a couple of few times he found dead animals, like a cat or a bird. Um, And to him, he said the animals didn't look like they died by natural causes or like killed by like predators. Like Derek would say they would look like they were killed on purpose with like deliberate cuts and, you know, slashes in them. And they were usually left near the weird occult things he would find. And, you know, at the time it wasn't uncommon for kids to dabble in these sorts of things, you know, and I think, you know, I myself knew people who knew people who were into these sorts of things, you know, I think... You know, I'll never forget the story I heard that uh, I knew this guy named James and his brother said he brought bought candles with human fingers and toes inside them. I don't know if that's true, but it was like, you know, that was what was whispered around. So, you know, everybody knows somebody who knows somebody or whatever, you know. <laughs> so Derek liked these stories, though. He liked shadow people. He liked uh, hearing about monsters and demons and the anti-pope and all this spooky stuff. And they were funny to him. Uh, but, you know, I think, like me, again, he always thought there was, like, a grain of something in there. Um, you know, at least for entertainment purposes. So, one night, me, uh, him, and his girlfriend were hanging out with some friends of theirs, and at some point, Derek asked me to tell his friends about shadow people and I was all all too eager to you know want to get up and start talking about that to them and there was this guy I think his name was Mitch um and he started asking me questions so he's like they're like are they like ghosts or dead people or is it like some sort of creature like an entity and you know of course I'm the expert at the time you know there and I'm like nobody knows you know I mean like could be any of it depending on what they're looking at you know could be like nothing like wow man that's crazy and I'd be like yeah I know you know <laughs> and um, we were having a nice night we were just sitting around on the front porch and we were just a bunch of kids no drugs or alcohol involved just talking and then at one point something happened could have been an argument or something could have been nothing I can't remember I know it was unrelated to shadow people for sure but Derek's girlfriend Rebecca ran off from the rest of us um, sometimes she would just do that and everybody would have to go look for her And it was kind of one of those outbursts that would just happen, you know, when you're young like that, you know, just people just go flying off into the night, you know. (laughs) So we split up around the neighborhood to go look for her. 
and it was Derek and Mitch's sister or girlfriend, I can't remember, and then it was me and Mitch. I don't know why it was split up that way, but it was. Um, while we were walking, we talked a little, and I still remember exactly to this day how this happened, how this all went down. So we're walking along, and, um, you know, we're just chit-chatting, and he asked me, it's like, hey, do you think that thing about shadow people is, like, real, you know? Um, and I'm like, mm, I don't know, you know, it could be. And I still don't know what it could have been for real. Like, I don't know if it was the light reflecting off my glasses or a stray vapor cloud or swamp gas in the air. I have no idea. But I swear, right in front of me, like a few feet in front of me, I see this etheric mass kind of fade into my view. And it was shaped like a dog. And it looked like it was running away from us, like in slow motion. And it was there for maybe two, three seconds, and then it faded away. It wasn't very long. And I say sh like a dog in the way that it ran on four legs, but it looked almost nothing like a dog. It looked like its body was made out of, like, wispy, foggy tendrils in the shape of a four-legged animal. And on top of its head was, like, a pair of horns that kind of went back. It was, like, similar to a bull's horns. You know the, the flash in the eyes that dogs or cats get when they're exposed to light? Um, its eyes look just like that. <laughs> And it turned back, and it looked at us, and then it faded away. And I remember thinking to myself, there's no fucking way I just saw that. I was just like, we're talking about shadow people. There's no way I'm just going to see something like that. And that would have been the trail into that thought until Mitch turned to me and says, dude, did you see the thing in front of us? <laughs> and I turned to him, and I go, I did, and I wasn't going to say anything about it. And we both laughed, and Mitch said, Wolves weird, and then we were quiet for a moment. And then we spent the rest of our search for Rebecca, talking back and forth about it. And when we got back to the house, we found out that Rebecca had been found, and the situation worked itself out, you know, and everything was fine. And we told everybody what we saw, and all of our friends just took it at face value, at least to our faces. They just believed it. It was just wow, cool, and it was done. I don't know now if they believed us, or maybe they did believe us and it scared the hell out of them, um, but no, nobody asked any follow-up questions, and nobody just nobody said, no, -uh, and that was that. So that... One little bizarro incident would have been enough on its own. I mean, um, I could have taken that one anecdote and I could have written a whole series of books about it or and about cryptids and, you know, spatial energy or whatever the hell based on that one thing. Um, and if I'm being honest, it wouldn't have meant that much to me if it were just that one thing. I mean, it's just like, how many weird things do you see in the course of your lifetime that have no rhyme or reason to it? And, you know, like... For me, it's nothing to write home about. I mean, it could have saw anything, you know, and I don't pretend to know anything by saying what it was or what it wasn't, you know. But, so, yeah, that would have been that. But not too long after, I couldn't tell you when. It could have been a month. It could have been sooner. I don't know. But it was very recent after this. I'm hanging out with Derek again, and we're with our friend Adam. And my dudes had decided they were going to spend the evening drinking uh, 100 proof hot damn liqueur and walking up and down the river, you know? And that's a fine way to spend time. <laughs> um, though at that point, I was not drinking. Uh, there was no booze for me at the time because I had gotten totally wrecked sometime before that and I was throwing up and everything was horrible. 
So I was off the sauce, and I was like, I'm never going to drink again. And I did not adhere to that <laughs> at all, um, still to this day. Um, but anyway, myself, uh, Derek, and Adam, we were having a great time. It was night, there was a full moon out, and it was a cloudy sky, and the wind was whipping around, and we found this playground equipment near the river, and we were climbing around all over it, and I was watching the guys pass the bottle back and forth, and we talked, and we played around, and we were having fun, you know? It was just like two drunk dudes and their dumb, dumb friend, dumb sober friend, <laughs> and we were having a great time, even up until the guys got pretty loaded. Like, they were getting, like, almost, like, sloppy drunk, you know? So we started to head back, and we're sitting in the dirt in the middle of the trail about an hour, and we're just talking about, you know, guy things. Mostly chicks, you know? <laughs> mostly girls, and, like, unrequited love, and oh, I got a crush on that girl, and don't know how to say it, you know? And we are having a nice little heart-to-heart, and eventually we got cold, and guys were having trouble walking, so, you know, we were stumbling through the trails and the, uh, through the river, and we were kind of far from Derek's house, like, we were somewhere in the river, and I remember Adam especially was completely tanked. We had to stop and rest every few minutes so he could, like, rest, because he was, like, could not, could, had real large, hard time walking, especially with all the bumps in the trail and something, and all that, you know. And so at some point, all three of us were in this brightly lit patch of nature. Um, it was next to a water treatment plant, and it was just sand and plants and, like, some straight bits of garbage, whatever. It was, like, in a circle of trees. And, you know, we could see the road from there, and Derek had this bright idea to just split off from the rest of us, and he was drunk, too. I mean, he was, like, numb in the face. He was like, ah, you know, it's a good idea if I could get my car... <laughs> So we were like, I don't know, dude. And he was like, no, we will go get the car and I'll go find you guys. And so later we found him much later after this, you know, we found him on the, in his truck on the phone with some other girl, you know, who wasn't his girlfriend. But at that time, after he left, it was just me and Adam and we were waiting for him and we were sitting under, in the dirt under a floodlight and Adam was on his back, he couldn't keep his eyes open, and he had his arm stuffed inside of his shirt to stay warm, and kind of just talking to him to make sure he wasn't dying of alcohol poisoning, just keep him conscious, you know, and at some point, like, after a long while, I got really bored, and I, we had no idea where Derek was, I had no idea where we were at, and I told Adam I was just going to leave him there for a minute so I could, you know, take a look up the street to see if I saw Derek or just figure out where we were. And I couldn't remember my way back to his house from here. So it was like, because I didn't live in his neighborhood. And I took a short walk, like 10 minutes. I went up the block and didn't see anything. Didn't see Derek's house. Didn't see a truck that was swerving down the road. And I started to walk back. And... When I looked at where Adam was lying on the patch of dirt under the floodlight, I see the same exact thing that I saw on the street that month ago. It was the same wispy little shadow beast that had been running from me and Mitch. And I don't know if it was the same one. I don't know if it was a different one or even if it was what it was at all. It had the same tendril body and the same flickering eyes and the horns on the head and everything. And... 
if I had to think about it now, I think maybe it was a little bit bigger, but I don't, I don't really know. I mean, so it looked like it was sniffing at him, you know, and it turned away from him when it saw me coming and it ran away in slow motion again, fading out from view. It was like mid leap and it just whoosh. And I kind of make my way up to Adam and I see if he's all right. And I'm all, hey, dude, you okay? And he's like, <laughs> like face down in the dirt by now. And like, hey, dude, I, I just saw some weird shadow beast right above you. And then it, it was like, looked like it was sniffing at you and it ran away and it vanished into the air. You know, when I started walking up and I, all he says is, you know, cool. <laughs> and I never saw anything like that again. I've never even heard of anyone else seeing anything like that. Um, never heard a story, not even on the stupid coast to coast, um, which I eventually stopped listening to. And <laughs> nothing. Never heard any river monster stories. Um, as far as I know, I haven't really put it out there. Um, but yeah, that was it. Um, I don't know what I saw. And if I'm being honest, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> But that's just me. What can I say? You have been listening to Down by the River. Experienced to the best of my recollection, and performed by Nicholas Gorese. Background ambience by Tabletop Audio. Support them at tabletopaudio.com. Follow me on Instagram at Nicholas Disease. You have been listening to No Exit with Nicholas Gorese. And if you're gonna get drunk down by the river, just be careful. Good night.